So I have a lot of documents in front of me here today for this episode and a lot of notes as well because there's a lot to break down here. But the reason why, and I want you guys to know this, the reason why I strategically plan out certain episodes in a certain specific order is so you guys can refer back to them and connect them to a certain point in time in which you can understand that the synchronicity between what I'm trying to broadcast to the world is brought together in one. So by the time you see this episode, I would have already released the Project Flash episode as well as the, I believe it was the Operation Broken Arrow episode as well. And down the road, I'll be releasing an episode that has to do with investigating Event 201. But the reason why I bring this up is because this here, Con Plan Quadruple 8, or Con Plan 8888, ties in with all of that. So let's break this down. Now, first off, Con Plan Quadruple 8 is a, it's not even a proposal, by the way, it's a protocol. So it's not a project, it's not an operation, it's a protocol that was declassified in 2011. They say that it w- they came up with it, and they, f- and they wrote it and formulated it and then released it to the public in 2011, but I believe this has been a plan that's been in- implemented for many years, so I'd rather use the word declassified. So once it was declassified, it essentially showed that the Pentagon, the CIA, and every other major, the Air Force, the military, every other major agency or institution that is tasked with protecting us and protecting the people, possibly not just of the United States, but of the world as well, is actually a realistic thing. And the fact that this document is so detailed, it's not a vague document, it's not a vague protocol. It's extremely in-depth. I'm even going to refer to an article, which I rarely do, by CNN that shows how in-depth this is. Now, the reason for this is I believe that they want to have all their bases covered. But if you really look into what the document has said, and it's a multi-page document, by the way, very long to read, but I I read all of it, you're going to realize that very subtly it ties in directly with a lot of the underground military tunnels as well as something called Operation Broken Arrow. And it seems to be influenced by Event 201, which is the United Nations agenda. Now, the thing about this is that there's many different aspects to it, and we can extrapolate and imagine as much as we want, but I'm not going to do that because I want to get right down to what the document implies and certain parts of the document that have actually been redacted. And so when I say redacted, I mean those black bars that cover certain names or things within government documents that are still considered classified that we cannot see. So here's the thing. Operation Broken Arrow, if you guys saw the episode, was an episode about what happens when the United States loses some of its nuclear materials. And there's been well-documented over 50 cases in the last... I think it's close to 60 now at this point, in the last 60, 70 years where they have misplaced or lost nuclear materials or very vital materials that are part of building a nuclear weapon, or in some cases, even lost a full-on nuclear warhead. Now, what does that have to do with zombies? I'll explain in a second. These nuclear warheads are directly connected with some of the tunnels that are used to power these underground military bases. 
And the thing about this is that, yes, do they have backup generators and things like that? Of course they do. But Broken Arrow indirectly shows that nukes are one of the reasons why zombies may in fact exist. And you say, holy crap, okay, what, the, what are you talking about now? Why do nukes and zombies... Okay, so the nuclear bomb was created. And then what did they do after that? They took a break from the nuclear bomb. And they started working on biological weaponry. Now, yes, we have a virus going on out there right now, COVID-19. I'm not tying it into any of that. So please don't think this is a COVID episode or something like that. Once they put the nuclear project aside, not that they, they, put, they shelved it, but they kind of focused more of their resources on biological warfare. They realized that they could actually make different strains of, I guess you could call them sick or infected humans and as ridiculous as this might sound i have evidence with actually this document has implied it not stated it but implied that the cia through their assets within the entertainment industry implemented certain people and certain scripts to get the go-ahead to be produced for films that had to do with zombies so let me name a few like the major blockbuster ones world war z I am legend. There's a few, there's one other one that I can't recall off the top of my head with Cillian Murphy from I think 15, 20 years ago, something like that. Um, a Quiet Place would be another one. So there's a few, there's a lot of zombie movies that did very bad, but then there's a few that have actually done re really well, like the ones I just mentioned. And so the idea behind this is that they implemented this to slowly prepare our subconsciousness for some type of accidental situation. Okay, and this accidental situation has to do with the fact that part of the experiments going on within these underground military bases have to do with the possibility that something might get out one day. Now, here's the thing. This is where it ties into Project Flash. Project Flash had to do with not the underground bases, but the tunnels, the multi-layered tunnels that connected them. And they work at, allegedly, Mach 2 speeds, which is actually faster than the speed of light. But anyways, that, that's the, the maximum speed they can go at, allegedly. So not only would these tunnels be used to carry very important people to and from places all over the world and safe locations during a zombie apocalypse, but the same methods within Project Flash are being applied in this document here, and I'll have the link in the description on YouTube if you guys are, are on YouTube. Because part of the experiments within the underground military bases are human and animal hybrids. Now, yes, there's alien ones too, but I'm not going to get into that this episode. And not only that, but they're, they use science that they've extrapolated from their experiments to create biological weapons that can turn humans and weaponize them into different strains of, I guess you could call them zombies. And I know the word zombies has sort of been laughed at just because, you know, Hollywood and all that's given it a bad name, but it's all part of the bigger picture to prepare our subconscious for not what is to come, what may come in the case of an accident. And there's a big difference. So I don't want you guys to think that, for, you know, the government is, is going to unleash zombies on the world. No, it doesn't serve them any benefit, at least not that I can see. But what we do know for a fact is that if there was a zombie outbreak, and studies have shown this, and this document references that study, if there was a zombie outbreak, okay, there would be 
200 people left on average within 100 days of that zombie outbreak in the world. Not the U.S., not the North America, not Europe, not anywhere else. Within the world. Okay? And this is a big thing because this is a massive destruction of the sanctity and the preservation of humanity. Now, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to pull up a couple documents, uh, sorry, a couple articles. One of them is from skillsetmag.com, and they have a very good way of explaining this entire document because, again, it's a multi-page document. So, and I quote, the Pentagon has a detailed zombie response plan. There are a lot of acronyms and bureaucratic lingo in the 30-page document. It makes mention of nine different types of zombies and plans to defeat them. It also reports on experimentation in the occult and chicken zombies. CONOP quadrupulate or CONPLAN, it's called both, is an odd government document, but we should applaud Uncle Sam for thinking outside the box, end quote. Uncle Sam being the, the United States. Now, here's the thing. Why make such a detailed document? for something that may possibly happen. Okay, we can argue that, yes, they want to be prepared, they want to be ready. But a 30-page document, let alone even a 5- or 10-page document, shows that they know enough to understand that they've been experimenting with some things that if it got out, they would need to end almost immediately. They would need to put a stop to it. So, again, according to skillsetmag.com, and this is true... uh, uh, of the whole document, but they've just broken it down well. And I quote, CONOP quadruple outlines a three-pronged plan to achieve its purpose of, and I quote, preserving the sanctity of human life. Step one is to establish a defensive condition. Step two is to eradicate the zombie threat. And step three is to maintain law and order and return basic services. Establishing a defensive condition in step one involves monitoring zombie activity and predicting potential threats. Step two involves eliminating the threat through force. Meanwhile, step three involves maintaining an image of an intact government and facilitating the transition back to civil authorities from martial law. Okay, end quote. This is big. This tells me a lot of things, and I hope it tells you guys the same thing too. This tells me that they have experimented with things, not within the CDC, things that the CDC doesn't know about. Maybe certain people within the CDC have been given access to classified experimentation, but all of this takes place underground within the multi-layered military bases that are connected, again, by multi-layered tunnel systems. And these tunnel systems, as part of Project Flash, move these, tr- these underground um, magneto-leviton trains, which uses electromagnetic forces to levitate above ground, so these trains within these tunnels don't even need wheels, move so silently that they have the ability to be multi-layered. And what I mean by multi-layered is this. There's one train here, then there's maybe one another few hundred feet below it or something like that. And because both of them are so silent, neither people in each train can would honestly, unless they had been given classified access to certain things, which the government doesn't give all the time because they like to limit people's access to classified things unless they absolutely need to know, is that one person could be traveling on one train with a classified clearance of, say, level 3, another person with a classified clearance of level 7 could be on the train much below that, and they won't know each other is even there. 
And the whole purpose of that is to understand that although people traveling within these certain tunnels using Project Flash may not know of certain experiments going on, regardless, it's it's classified no matter what, but there's different levels of classification. And so to say that the U.S. government sounds funny or stupid or maybe just preparing for the worst through the use of this and publication of this document tells me that they are experimenting with a lot of things that have been proved in the past again people say that you know mutilated animals different hybrid things like that and let me play devil's advocate for one second because i want to bring up another side of this argument too to tell you the truth when people say they see mutilated animals kind of just left for for obviously for dead but just left and thrown out i don't think per se that's always the u.s government and i i say this very carefully because i think the u.s government with their biological experimentations would be much more strategic and careful and subtle about the way in which they dispose of parts they don't need anymore when they're doing these testings and so I think that that may in fact actually be an experimentation by beings not of this world. With that being said, I think the government understands this and the government understands that in the possibility of some type of invasion or threat from other beings in, in which they are not in accordance of the Griotta Treaty, which was signed in 1954 by multiple different species, they, the U.S. government probably realizes okay, that they cannot defeat these extraterrestrial beings or their technological capabilities, and they know that. So what's one way to overtly sort of infiltrate enemy lines of a potential invasion? Biology. Bioweapons. I would dare to say in many cases it's far more powerful than that of a single, of, of a million rounds, of a gun without a shadow of a doubt because as much as they may have better technology than we do i can tell you right now biology's mother nature is an interesting thing and if you unleash the full power of mother nature there's there's no going back at least for that short period of time and so the idea would be this the idea would be that if there was some type of invasion and i know this sounds a little bit radical but just bear with me they could use conop in a reverse manner actually to wipe out the entire human population including themselves if they feel that they have that this planet is doomed in the face of some type of invasion or something like that now if we bring it down to i guess you could say the more realistic short-sighted or short-term level of it all they know that they have experimented, and other countries have done so as well, with many different viruses that have been either man-made, natural-made, or manipulated, or something like that. And they know what capabilities are out there. Don't kid yourselves. Let's not play naive here, right? They know what's going on. The president doesn't even have full access to all of the things going on. And so, when that is the case, this 30-page document, in fact, may not even be enough. And so... The idea is that con continuity of government, or COG, remains intact, is not even out of the question. It becomes, again, according to this document, they want to give the appearance that there is still an intact government. But there's a difference between having an intact government and just appearing to have one. Understand what I'm saying?
And so I think this 30-page document, which I've, I've printed out, I think this document may in fact be just a small, I guess you could say, percentage of the plans that they actually have. And I'm not saying that because I want to believe it. I'm saying that because one would be naive to think that the government and other governments around the world are not experimenting with biological weapons. Let's be totally honest here. And so I think that ultimately we need to present this in a way to other people who think that it's funny or ridiculous in a way that encompasses everything. Because again, I've broken down the way the CIA specifically um, implements or inserts what they call agency assets or people within the entertainment industry to slowly but surely over the years influence our subconscious for a potential disaster. Why do you think all the zombie movies that are out there are all accidental, um, I guess you could say, experiments gone wrong, so to speak, or someone found the cure for cancer in the case of I Am Legend, and it ended up having a reverse effect in the long term? It cured the cancer, but it made everyone into these, what they call them, dark feeders or, or, or whatever it's called. And so, again, according to a CNN document from CNN.com, they even reference the noticeable difference in the different strains of zombies, almost to a bit of a, a little bit too precise, almost as if they've been experimenting with things that sort of look like would be, you know, something that they know quite well about, maybe a little too well. And if you want to look at public evidence of it, all you have to do is look at, for example, the drug Flaca. doesn't exactly make someone into, a, I guess, a zombie per se, but it, it, it produces radical behavior. Radical behavior. And this is a, a, a drug that's just kind of being sold on the streets and, and is considered to be far more dangerous than things like um, the, the other hard drugs out there. And so we have to take all of this into consideration. And we have to understand that in the case of an emergency... Many operations kind of overlap with one another, and it, it sort of works in a fluid way. And when you start to notice that these operations overlap, you start to realize that this might not be coincidental. Again, these underground military bases, there's tons of them, and there's different layers of them. Certain people, certain soldiers with certain classified access to or restricted access to a certain base or a certain um, train in Project Flash to get them there may not know about the base below them may not know about the, 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 the Mach 2 supersonic train a couple hundred feet below them. And so this is the way that it works. And again, all you have to do is look back at any major world event that affected the United States, and you could see how they dealt with protecting their politicians and the people of importance. And so this seems like a little way of the government trying to say, listen, we know what we have to do. We're not going to be as unprepared as they show in the movies, for example. And that's what people tend to usually fear. I think, ultimately, that if the government didn't have this under wraps, we wouldn't be... I think they'd be more concerned. Now, yes, mistakes happen. Everybody's human. The smartest person in the world makes mistakes. They're human. But I think that if there was more of a serious concern to be worried about, they would have taken the precautions by now. And maybe they have. We just don't know. So... Please let me know what you guys think. I, I find it very fascinating that there's a big intertwinement and a deep connection between a couple of these different projects and ConPlan Quadruple Eight. Very interesting. So, again, let me know what you guys think and uh, 
we'll catch you next time.